0: This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult.
1: Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group in sunny Clearwater. Alongside me, who I'm very grateful for, is Tony Shore, my sidekick and co-host Tony. We're gonna talk about something special today we haven't talked about it in exactly a year. It's been a year since Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving week is here. We're going to re- we're going to reference our conversation we had a year ago and talk about why it's important to be thankful. But I'll tell you what. The today the title of today's show is called The Cost of Giving Thanks.
0: I like it's, that title.
1: It's catchy. But, I'll be honest with everyone listening, we're really going to talk about the cost of not giving thanks. Ah, uh, that's mm.
0: That's that's the, uh, there is a cost to not giving thanks and not showing gratitude, right?
1: That's right. So you can say there's a cost to giving it because it's just the opposite. There's always equal and opposite reactions, yep. but we're going to talk about it today because we talked, and I would invite those that didn't hear our show last year. I just actually listened to it. Can you believe that, Tony? I listened to it every, I had to like wow. turn my awesome. headphones lower every time you talk. Cause it's just, <laughs> but, uh, you know,
0: <laughs> we didn't get the mix quite right.
1: No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh,
0: I have the loud voice, yeah.
1: And it I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed and I don't listen to I used to listen to our shows when we were on the radio yep. so I'd be driving and I'd hear myself. And that was a weird sensation, but um now with podcasts, I you know, I can listen to it whenever I want, which is nice.
0: Yeah, that and, is nice. I like that.
1: Yeah, so um I want to talk about what's going on yeah. and I want to talk about the cost of giving thanks. What well, do you say? I think,
0: I think that's great, Dan, but First of all, let me say this. You're talking about uh, we're going to talk about a discussion we had a year ago. I don't remember discussions we had yesterday. so
1: that's why I need to bring it into reality. We'll talk about I'll tell you what's going on in my life because there are some things going on that that were disappointing, I should say. And um, so it's given me time. And this time of year gives me time to reflect on what's going on. As you know, my mother passed away. Mm -hmm. and that's been tough, um, and she, she had a lot of interesting lessons for me, and, um, one of the ones that I was reflecting on in this time, because this is going to be our first Thanksgiving without mom, she was the big, you know, coordinator of Thanksgiving, by the way, she liked to cook, um, she always used to say, well, not always, I'd say the last decade of her life, she would say, it is what it is, it is what it is, right, and, um, and, I, you know, what does that mean? What does that reference and how does it relate to the cost of giving things? Um, she wasn't referencing, like, it is what it is in a scientific way. Like, we, that's what it is. You can't describe it any other way. It's immutable. She was more like, you know, whatever. It's, it's going to be what's going to be. Let it, you know, just go with the flow, right? And um, trying to have that carefree attitude is what uh, I was thinking about today. And I listened to our old show and I was thinking, oh, you know, this is interesting. And what happened was... As you also know, Tony, um, I had uh, a couple of state of Florida financial regulators come to do an, uh, an audit of my business. Sure. So people listening, we've done shows on the fiduciary rule. And because I'm a fiduciary, that means I'm set to a pretty high standard. And that also means I'm regulated by the government and they have the right and they have the mandate to visit every so often every fiduciary or every registered investment advisory firm um, and just check the books, check the records, you know, ask questions. So um, this past week they were here from for a full day <laughs> in my office. Wow. And I am so thankful for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun, is it? I mean, it's no, just, so- it's kind of like, wow, they're really digging deep into my personal stuff.
1: Right. Well, they didn't get into my personal stuff, but oh, it felt true. personal because they were asking and, you know, give me a list of all your clients. All right. Let me see everything you've ever done with that client for the past, you know, eight, 19 months. You know, I want to see every file. I want to see every transaction and I want you to give it to me in digital form so I can take it and look at it later and talk about it. And so because I have such a connection with my clients, it felt personal and oh, intrusive. Why are you asking? You know, but <laughs> yeah, this is all part of the process. And um, I will say this, I am thankful for technology because, um, or the cost, of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it was very thankful, it saved me a lot of time and money because if they said, I want this file and I was like, oh, let me go get it and scan it and having everything electronic or most things electronic made my life so much easier. Oh, I bet. Uh, but it's been a rough week because my mom recently passed and then I had this audit, which I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking it. I mean, some, they, we got to do it, but it, no one likes it. I don't care what it is. You know, you don't want to sit oh, there and yeah, spend no. time explaining yourself. But I did and I got through it. And um, so then the next day I went to see a family member and friends and they had these little napkins, um, you know, like napkins um, in a napkin holder. Sure. And one of them had a drawing on. I was like, oh, this is a pretty nice drawing. And I lifted up and I looked and there was another one with a drawing on it. All these napkins had a drawing. I'm like, what, what is this? And then they had a question. And um, they, they were called conversation starter napkins. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right? okay. And um, I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, well, you're supposed to look at it and read it and conversation starter. And of course, mine said, what are you thankful for today? And I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. That's a tough one. <laughs> and, and I was in such a bad mood, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I don't, I'm not thankful for anything. And they just, oh, Debbie Downer, you know? And I'm like, but to be honest with you, I don't even want to talk about it. You know, I just I just want to wipe my face with this and be done with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, it reminded me of our conversation from a year ago, and that's what I want to talk about today. Um, and I, the the thought that I had is um, it's tough to be thankful for. The, it's not tough to be thankful for things, but you can't keep saying the same old things over and over because eventually you become numb to it. You know. So I'll get to that later, but I just want to take a moment to reflect on what we talked about last year, especially if people have never heard the show or don't know what we're talking about. Um, today um, we're going to talk about the cost of giving thanks, which is really the cost of not giving thanks. But what I did, um, I surprised Tony last year by referencing an actual study, um, and the study is called "Gratitude: A Tool for Reducing Economic Impatience," mm. and that was from uh, April of 2014, and it was a it was an actual study about the the emotion of gratitude and how it impacts you financially now it was about impatience and i drew the connection if you recall tony that if you show more patience you're less likely to make financial the mistakes or poor financial decision sure because the the key to poor financial decision making is to be emotional about it right right so so if you're less emotional Or I should take that back. If you're less, if you're more patient and you have time to think about it and you don't act rash, then you are more likely to make a smarter financial decision. And this study proved that, or tried to show that certain types of emotions allow you to be more patient. Hmm. And the emotions that most people think about when they say, oh, you can be more patient is logic and willpower. Oh, I'll just, you know, I'm just not going to eat that whole turkey by myself i'm gonna i'm gonna hold (laughs) off and so people got better getting it wrong and what they've they showed and they compared happiness and just neutrality and then gratitude as an emotion and it turns out the gratitude was a is a better way to increase your self-control and your ability to wait or be patient Mm. so by being grateful or expressing gratitude or showing the emotion of gratitude. Not just being thankful. We, we talked about that last time. The difference between being thankful and being grateful. If you show gratitude, you're more likely to be patient and therefore you'll make better financial decisions. That was that was our show last year. And, and I said at that time, and I listened to myself and I'm going to hold myself accountable. I said, I'm going to start incorporating more of this into my conversations with my clients. So let's fast forward and talk about the cost of Thanksgiving. Now, as you know, the market which is what i have clients in the stock market sure has been awfully volatile yeah october month, was a right? bad
0: month bad month for the market yeah right
1: and it hasn't it's and it hasn't it's kind of leveled off but it's still choppy it's still volatile yep and what people um it's it it seems that people value the present more than the future right oh so right I mean, that's just a delayed gratification an issue right Yep. but what they also f- what I see is that they forget about the past so we had a huge run-up in the market when Donald Trump was president or yep. elected right remember yep. he, and the market went crazy up and then it then we had some problems in 2018 and most recently in October 2018 markets not you know had a little bit of a correction there so People forgot about all the good side. And then they just boom, right here, they're losing. They get right in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's easy to become focused on the present rather than where we're going or where we were. And so my conversations with my clients have been over the year, since over the years since that comp the the year since our last show. Let's remember, and I always say, let's remember what we originally planned. Are we on track? are we grateful for what we've had because we had a good run, right? Um, Especially the end of last year. Um, And people were able to look at it in that time. So now in more recent conversations, because I talk to my clients all the time, I reference that and say, remember how we talked about we gotta be grateful for the good times? Um, It's a lot easier for them now. It's a lot easier for people to kind of, because I keep bringing it up and I'm not running away from the bad times. I'm saying, you know, let's be grateful for the good times, and then even more so now that the market's a little crazy. Aren't we? Aren't we glad that we came up with a plan? Aren't we glad that that um, that we had some good gains in the past and locked socks them away or whatever we did? Um, and so I've been really doing it um, as much as possible, but there's never enough. I, I gotta. I'm trying to. I'm not beating myself up because I want to stay positive, um, but I could do an even better job of trying to get people to be more grateful and then of course i got to be more grateful in my own personal life which is why right now tony i want to just remind you that i'm very grateful that you're my co-host oh because sometimes i ramble and sometimes i don't have anything (laughs) to say and you seem to (laughs) fill in the gaps whenever i don't
0: but i appreciate that dan that's really nice of you to say seriously and of course you know that i love doing the show with you i mean honestly this is like a highlight of my week and i mean that Because you know I go through ups and downs during the week, like we all do, and I am truly grateful for this show. And obviously, I'm I'm thankful for it, but grateful is a is a deeper level of meaning. And I am grateful. It's not just um it's not just for me personally or selfish, but I'm grateful because uh, it really does uh, make my week better to do the show with you. Because we usually have so much fun. I mean, this is a more serious topic. But I think it's an important one. And, you know, people get trite around Thanksgiving. Say what you're thankful for. And that's not what we're talking about. Uh, You're talking about improving your emotions and not making rash or being as emotional uh, and making those rash decisions by being more grateful because it'll make you feel better. And uh, people who are more grateful don't make as rash of decisions like that study showed, right?
1: Right, and and you're right. It, it, trite is a good word. What are you thankful for? Let's go around the room. Yeah, which is is a great exercise, by the way, especially sure. for the kids. Because yes, it is. How often do I tell my kids to be grateful for things? Well, yeah. I, I often yell at them. you better be grateful for this. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. Just be grateful. I don't come over there and yeah. smack you. You know, um, no, but they need to see that, right? But we need to see it too. And when you say, "Oh, I'm," I, when I, I was asked, the the napkin asked me. Literally, I, this is, it's, it's ironic, right? How, yeah. What are the odds? The, the napkin I picked said, what are you grateful for today? And I just wanted to rip that napkin in half and say nothing, leave me alone. Um, but I had family around me and friends and they're like, they're looking at me like, what are you, because th-? they knew I had just what I'm going through and they knew I just went through an audit that day. And they were like, oh yeah, all right, we'll give you the benefit. We'll give you a little leeway here. But if you say, I I could have easily said, I'm grateful that I have three healthy boys that are my kids, right? I mean, And then I reflect on, um, you know, we have this immigration crisis, I call it. Is it a crisis? Is it not? You know, this caravan thing. What's going on there? And and I think about it, and people, you know, sometimes when they start talking about it, they're losing sight of the bigger picture, which is, you know, sometimes people are fleeing poverty. And does that give them the right to come here and there? And then I say, well, what about poverty? Do you realize that, you know, half the world makes less in a a day than you spend on... um, a cup of coffee, right? And when you, it's always, um, one of my brothers always used to say, you know, just, you know, be happy that you're, that you have that, you know, some people don't even have anything, you know? And and remember uh, the Christmas story? We did a show on that movie. Um, oh, I love Mikey, Christmas story. Mikey, or Ralphie won't eat his uh, food. And and the, the mother's like, there are people starving in China that, you know, like, <laughs> right. Um, we don't say that anymore, right? China's not so. What are we gonna say? People starving in Africa, whatever, you know. But it's true. Like, if if you look at it, you should be grateful because you know you make more in an hour than some people make in a week. And but, um, and the poor people in the U.S. are like high class citizens in other countries. But eventually, you get tired of that. You get numb to that. I'm so grateful for my children. Of course, I am. And if I use that all the time, it doesn't work. What you have to do is focus on the little things focus on those little things to be grateful for each day because you don't become numb to those. If someone who holds the door for you, you know, which rarely happens anymore. Right. I do it, but I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I enjoyed doing it. Right. Makes if me feel good say, if, because I'm
0: helping someone. Yeah. Right. If
1: someone doesn't say yeah. thank you, I, I, I used to get, oh, how dare you not say thank <laughs> you. I'm gonna follow you to your car and open your car door so you can give you a second chance. I just let it go because whatever, you know, it is what it is but it makes me feel good that's why i do it so it's not altruistic i do it you know subconsciously i feel good about it because i'm helping others and i think if you do that every day it's a lot better than just saying i'm thankful that i have a roof over my head because you know when you live every day with a roof over your head you kind of come numb to it right so try to focus on those little things um and the whole idea of it tony and and I'm not going to go into that study again. I would invite people to listen to that show. It's it's on the archives. Is that by doing so, you're going to be? It's going to come back to you. So, I'll give you three specific ways to be more. um, You know, to provide some more meat to this conversation. Turkey in particular. (laughs) Um, One, you're going to spend less if you're more grateful, and 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 these aren't guarantees, but more than likely, you're going to spend less because. You value what you have, and you don't buy more. I think our society is a little overwhelmed or a little too focused on stuff. Yep. And I know keeping, I've been
0: guilty of that.
1: Right, right, and keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Black Friday, you referenced in the last Leah show how you know, you know, it, Thanksgiving is not commercialized as Christmas. That's why you like it more, and you like the Fourth of July, but um, Black Friday is kind of commercialized and people regret buying all that junk because they don't need it. If you're more grateful for what you have, you're less likely to buy stuff that you don't need and therefore you spend less and that's more money. So right away, being grateful can save you money and by not spending. So that's 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 an easy one. Another one, you attract others. You know, if you're grateful and thankful, people like that. You know, people like... They don't like to be around people that are miserable. And I, I know this cuz I could be a very miserable person sometimes and and people even my wife would be like, "All right, well, I guess I'm going to avoid you today." Um, but if you're grateful, people tend to lean toward that and, and like to be around you. All right, so how does that help you financially? Well, you and I know Tony, no man is an island. You you need other people to succeed in life. And so if you surround you, you if you're surrounded by people that are trying to help you, or that like you because you're being grateful and you show that they wanna help you more and they'll lift you up. Now the key to that is make sure you surround yourself by people that you like or that are good or smarter or helping you, don't surround yourself by people that are gonna drag you down. But by being grateful, it's more attractive to others and then those other people will lift you up. I truly believe that, I really do. And, and the financial gains from that are gonna be not immediate. It's not like people just start giving you money It's just gonna help you in your career path or just in your life in general. You're gonna get more people around you helping you toward your goals. And then third, um, which is a little bit more, um, I don't know what the term is, um, aspirational, is You know, there's a lot of sayings out there. Um, I'm gonna pick one from Anne Frank. I'm pretty sure it's from Anne Frank. But it says, uh, no one has ever become poor by giving.
0: Mm, you know, I love that one. Yeah, I've heard that. That is a great quote.
1: And, and so the more you give, the more it comes back to you. That's that's the general. And I don't know if there's any study on that. I mean, that would be an interesting study. I don't know how you would do it. I'm not a scientist or a researcher, but I believe it. And um, it's one of those that you have to try it to see what happens. But the more you give, the more it comes back to you. And you see this why these philanthropists—they always seem to have more money than they know what to do with, and they're giving it away. Yet they still seem to have more. Now they might be investing wisely, right? But and giving away the interest. But um, but in reality, um, I find that people are happier when they give more. I enjoy giving gifts more than receiving it. Now I, I I'll agree. I like to get a gift, right? And, you know, if someone gives me something that I want. I like it. But I enjoy the not so much the shopping part because I hate shopping. But I enjoy seeing someone open a gift and, and connecting with it that I give them. Um, case in point, um, my friend drove me to the airport when I went to my mom's funeral in New York. And um, I said, can I pay you? No, no. I mean, I could have done an Uber and, and paid the Uber. He's like, no, no, this is the least I can do. You know, he was giving and he was enjoying that because he felt like he was giving me something. So um, he mentioned, oh, you're bringing back some bagels, right? New York bagels. So I brought back bagels and he's like, you know, and I brought enough for his family. He's like, you know, this, these, that, that was, that's worth more than money. You know, a New York bagel that I loved it. My oh, kids yeah. experienced it. It was that's great. Awesome. How much did it really cost me? Not much, but I gave it to him. And you know what? When, when I need some, something, he's going to be there for me. Cause we now, we, you know, it's yep, at that level. That bond. It's a little, it's just getting a little like, you know, soft and loosey goosey, but I don't know, Tony, <laughs> I think, uh, I I believe that this is is really, and if you want the if you really want the study behind it, you can read the studies. And you know, we talked about that on the last show. But I'm just giving you anecdotal evidence here that this is what I'm thinking. This is this is how I'm feeling, and I'm I'm grateful, and I'm going to try to be even more grateful. And I say it every year, and I think I am just trying to get better than I was yesterday. That's the way, that's the goal.
0: Yep, and I think that's good. And I you know I don't think you need to be apologetic at all about you know, maybe the show is softer, emotional because obviously you've went through a lot lately and I think it's great. It it's, help, it's, you know, it's therapeutic to number one, share. And by sharing it with our listeners, we all become closer as a group, me, you, uh, everyone out there listening to the show and the podcast. And, you know, it, it's tough, but it, it really is, you're really doing a, an amazing thing by staying positive and looking on the positive side. Because like you said, when you saw the napkin, It's like, what am I grateful for? Uh, you know, I've had a crap month, you know? So, uh, and we all get that. We all have bad days, bad weeks, sometimes a a whole month, but you know, showing gratitude can help bring us back around, help our attitude and help us in other areas, even our finances, which I think that's a great point. And I, I think that's huge. Now, uh, I didn't know we're we're at about 23 minutes for today's podcast. And, uh, you know, it, it's a podcast, so we're flexible. But did you want to share more? or Is this a good spot to wrap it up, Dan?
1: Well, you know, I thought about um, connecting it to the finances and and really getting to that point. I just want to make another observation with my clients. Now, I've been doing this for a while. I've seen a lot of people in different situations. I have clients that have a lot of money, and I have clients that are really scraping to get by, and are continuing to work because they just can't afford to just stop working. And um, I've just noticed that the financial well-being of someone seems to be heavily related to their attitude about just life. Um, you know, the people that because you could say, "Oh, there's people that are miserable, and um, and they don't have any money." So that's what makes them miserable, but yeah. I don't see that. I see yeah. a lot of people that don't have a lot of money, but they're the happiest. They're the they're exactly. the, the, the kindest. The, the, they're the most giving to me, um, and oh, how can I help you? You've helped me, you know, like that kind of thing. And so I think that there's a little bit of a um, a misnomer about uh, financial well-being and and just happiness, and so. Um, Like the like we've done shows on the lotto winners, you know, most of them go broke. <laughs> study show, like, how crazy is that? So I think if you're listening and you're saying, well, you know, sounds kind of corny. Being grateful is going to make me um um m- going to improve my well being. What's the cost of giving thanks? It really comes down to what's the cost of not giving thanks. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say if you don't if you're not thankful if you're not grateful for the things. Um, in the end, it's going to cost you big time financially, um, and you just got to believe it. You got to take it as a leap of faith, yep. Or you can read some of these studies, but um, I'm hoping that people listening will start to realize that you know obviously there's more to life than money, but I think that once you um, once you start going through this process of being grateful, and you'll notice the things upticking and improving, and you might say, "Oh, that's just because I got a raise or something," but maybe being grateful made you more attractive to your boss, who then gave you that raise, you know, so it can all connect, but yeah, I'm, I don't want to belabor the point. I just think that I am just, I think that people need to understand where I'm coming from. And if I start talking about being grateful, I'm not trying to you know, say, Oh, remember the good times in the stock market because we're doing really poorly now. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying, keep it balanced. Stay, keep the emotions out of it. And if you're going to put an emotion into it, any decision-making financially, make sure the emotion is gratitude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great point. Great show and a great point, you know, and not just for this time of year, not just on Thanksgiving, but every day and how it can help us. Uh, You're going to feel better. And like you said, the more you give, the better it is and the better off you'll be. Uh, I always think that and the more grateful you are, especially. So uh, again, a great show today, Dan. Thanks for sharing. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, opening up to us and the listeners and really Uh, applying the lessons you've learned here uh, and sharing that with all of us so hopefully we can all experience that and uh, for you to do this show and be as positive about being grateful uh, especially at this point in time uh, when you've best been through so much the last few weeks I think that's awesome so
1: don't make me change don't make me change my mind I'm feeling (laughs) I'm feeling good (laughs) don't remind me (laughs)
0: uh yes let's not talk about that so uh anyway great show today uh, but listeners, that about does it for our show. Now, Dan, uh, let our listeners know if they want to talk to you about getting their finances in order or uh, what they can do or if they need help uh, with their investments, that type of thing, or retirement income, uh, What? how can they get a hold of you?
1: You know, it would be great if someone called and just told me what they were grateful for. Just leave a message on the machine. The easiest way to do that is 888-508-5935. And just feel free to leave me a message into to why you're grateful. Again, 888-508-5935.
0: All right, and that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you.